Welcome to Slightly Biased Sports, an unfiltered sports podcast that's unlike any you've listened to before. They speak the truth and aren't afraid to hurt some feelings. Now, from the backwoods of Arkansas, here's your hosts, Tyler and Dakota. Ready, ready. I was not ready for you to press that. <laughs> I was not. <laughs> I did not know. We've been bullshitting for the past 18 minutes uh-huh. recording. Just bullshitting. And I said, all right, fuck it, let's roll. I thought he was going to press record, break the audio track up. <laughs> this motherfucker just pressed the intro and went right in. Welcome. <laughs> this is Slightly Biased Sports. We've done this a few times. That's to go to this Tyler. Over the last couple weeks where we just press record before we start talking, before we start recording, usually. Because if we always say some shit in that time, we're like, oh, we should have had that on. So we're, hopefully we'll be able to cut some of this together and make a... I don't know what you call it. Well, once we start streaming, we'll be able to talk the the pre-air bullshit right there on on camera. Yeah. Before we start recording, yeah. you'll be able to see that a little better. But yeah, yeah, we had we had a lot of a lot of the good shit is in the first few minutes we sit down, and start just bullshitting about our day. Yeah. A lot of the off-topic stuff that people seem to like is mostly right before we start recording. The problem so we're is, like, let's just press record and just roll into it. Well, the problem is if we go in with that idea, we're going to press record, then bullshit, and then talk about the stuff we were going to talk about. Uh, we'll ramble. And then we'll get no emotion whenever we actually talk the topic because we already talked about it. Well, and then we'll actually have an hour's worth of stuff to talk about, but we'll bullshit for 30 minutes. Correct. And then we're getting into two-hour episodes. Yep. Nobody has time for that. No, ain't nobody got time for that. Not whenever we got inventory. And we oh are... Oh, my God. Did we have inventory? Yep. A little, long, little uh, longer hours here. And earlier and longer. And well, we've on top of that, we record. inventory since October. And then the day of is always still stressful. Makes no sense. We didn't have a recording on Sunday for y'all. We apologize for that. I got a little sick, boys. I thought it was a little bit of the vid. <laughs> I thought the vid had got your boy for a couple of days. I'm still not ready to rule it out, but I feel just fine. <laughs> so, whatever. We did, felt get, sick. we did get a little bit done on Sunday. Nope. Yeah, so we had... No, it was Sunday. Sunday, yeah. We had uh, a little conversation. Yeah, we did. We talked to uh, old Zach from Suey. Suey Supply Company. Mm-hmm. Shout out. Mm-hmm. Shout the fuck out. Yep, we did talk to him. That's up on the old tube. If you have not subscribed to our tube, please do so. We also have some other stuff in the works for that tube coming up. That will be a little off sports topic. Some possible things we do. Have not discussed this with Dakota yet. It's new to him, too. Oh, hit me. So, subscribe to the tube. Slightly by Sports with Tyler and Dakota. You'll see our logo. You'll see our videos. Got some solid-ass interviews on there if y'all want to listen to some talk with some players. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I was thinking about doing like some, some, uh, my boy Robert, old Robert Turkla, the dude I was telling you about with Speak the Truth, he has, mm-hmm. uh, the former fucking, uh, army sniper. Mm-hmm. He has a, a thing called Speak the Truth, a podcast, and he always does like once a week, he reacts to like the woke shit, like a compilation of like woke shit and cringy shit. And he just fucking does a little, like a little 20 minute little thing of reacting to it. I thought we would be fucking hilarious <laughs> reacting to this shit. I thought maybe maybe eventually after we get down this camera work, figure out how to do all this real good, get it set up looking pretty, maybe we can start doing a little reacting to some shit. Oh, I'm for that. Because I think it would be fucking hilarious. I've often thought about just going to the trending page on Twitter and reacting to shit as it mm-hmm. pulls up. Because mm-hmm. some of that, that's a, something on this surprises me every time. Most of the shit I don't give a fuck about. Well, today the only thing that's been fucking surprising me is the goddamn CDC at it again. Well, something happened today? No, oh, well, I mean, it was Tuesday. Oh, the five days? Yeah. Yeah, just because. Oh, and then also just today slash yesterday, 
I don't remember who remember who she is. I should start really getting these things in order so it's actually this is like why we 100%. don't record before we. <laughs> Anyways, one one big wig or something came out and said, "Well, we've now realized that the PCR tests aren't accurate. Um, it it doesn't mean that you have COVID. It means you could have had it for the past uh, eight weeks, and it'll still set the PCR test off and say that you have it." Which means a ten day quarantine on top of we don't even know if you actually have it. You know, it, we realize that it's not a hundred percent effective. Is. Well, you geniuses here have told us for nineteen fucking months that it does. You've ruined people's lives. You've made people lose their jobs. You've made scientists be fucking uh, called out by their own universities and said that they don't fucking know who they are. All because this bullshit science. Well, this is passing. gonna sound corny. It's genuine. Like the the people I feel the worst for, as far as obviously taking death off the table. Okay. As far as like being having to quarantine is high school seniors. Like you took away shit that they can never get back. High school seniors, college seniors, whatever. I mean, imagine kid kids like in liberal places like California, New York, where they're having to. It's showing people like kids. Anybody who doesn't follow libs of TikTok, and if you're on Twitter, anybody who does not follow libs of TikTok, you are fucking doing yourself a disservice. <laughs> like they they show all this shit. It's it's just bewildering, wild shit. That goes on in these liberal fucking locations. Um, kids showing like we're told to draw self portraits in their classes at school, and they, they they draw themselves with a fucking mask on, right? Because they're like, well, this is just who I am. I don't know. I honestly don't know what I, motherfuckers talking about sleeping with a mask on, sleeping during nap time well, hey, with you, a mask. You believe the facts? I think every person swallows like some ungodly amount of spiders in their sleep, so they're doing that. At least they will not swallow spiders. Oh, they'll just go in the nose. But, I mean, like, you think about all the sporting events that didn't have a crowd, all the things that they didn't get to do because they, like, all the sh- the fun shit we mm-hmm. did, like pep rallies and tailgating for homecoming, mm-hmm. like, all that shit you can't do because it's not socially distant. Makes no fucking sense. Like, they, they can't, I, I get it. And I've said, I don't think I've said it on here, I think a lot of it in the initial startup of the COVID pandemic, I think a lot of it was like, fuck, this is across the goddamn globe. Let's throw everything we got at it as far as, you know, regulations and, and yeah, here's the thing and, that it is not a fucking person that well, you can just regulate. You know what I mean? It's a virus. Thing. Like if you, if you panic, we're going to talk some Corona talk real quick. If okay? you panic and throw everything at it. I'm cool with that. What I'm not cool with is when you gather, like you can say, Hey, we don't know shit about this. All we know is it's fucking everybody up. So stay home for 10 days, whatever. And then as you gather research, you have to back off. And I think, very early on in this process, it's as called they a, gathered it's called a pandemic for a reason. They were like, we might have overreacted to this. But you can't, we can't go back now because then people won't take it serious. I'm going to tell you right now, right here on the fucking air, what if Tyler believes. If you drag believes, it on for two years, half people aren't going to take it serious anymore anyway. Correct. That's just the way it's going to go. You're right. And Dakota, like we have said many times before, is the rational speaker of the set. We yeah, all know this. Point, like... I am the fucking right off the cuff, irrational son bitch that will back himself into that corner. I will. I have. I, I am raw emotion, and I, I react to things strongly. I try my best to speak logically, only because I know that I do that, and I don't like getting into arguments with people who, once I've proven my point, they don't want to have the conversation anymore. That's not how anything is done. Oh, so you mean liberals? This is not to be. No, like this is. The extreme right wing does the same thing. It's like I want that's my, actually true. I want this. That's true. Well, what about this? Ah, fuck you! Don't understand. Because I myself am guilty. of All that. you're doing is asking a question. And here's here's my you call it TED talk whatever you want. This does not apply to COVID. This applies to any any divisive topic that has ever happened. And we got good shit for y'all here today, folks. Listen up. If you we frequently disagree on things quite a bit for sure. 
how many times in a conversation does one of us say something, the other one be like, oh, that makes sense. And it's a throwaway thing in that conversation. But then if somebody else brings up the same topic, and I have my opinion, they have theirs, and in my mind, what you said comes up, and like, oh, right. I learned something about this then. I say to them, they're like, oh, that makes sense. Then they talk to somebody, 50,000 people fucking later. It's called the butterfly effect. I'm not saying having a, having a conversation with one person this is not the, this change the world topic, but it is that fucking simple. Like, me and you having a conversation doesn't change the world. Me and you having a conversation that creates a conversation with somebody else, they talk to two people. If, 10, if you start change. with 10 people having, 20 people having 10 conversations, that shit spreads a lot faster. This but, directly correlates with why I stand against this cancel culture bullshit, because instead of hearing people's opinions and, and you know, gathering information, sort of like scientists do with peer reviews, which scientists are now being fucking canceled for telling the truth, like, it's the same thing. You can't just cut that out, because then... It, you're fabricating the truth. It's not the actual, like, if you're not going to have an open conversation with an open mind and try to actually form your hypothesis, if you will, based off the information that you learned with that other person and yours, that you realize sound logical and then you start flowing it in with it. If you're not, then you didn't listen to a goddamn thing the other person said. Right. Instead of having Dr. McCullough on Joe Rogan. Right. And, well, I'm not listening to Joe Rogan because he took horse tranquilizer or horse dewormers, whatever. <laughs> If that's what you want to do, fine. I don't listen to Joe Rogan because I ain't got that kind of fucking time. But listen to the goddamn doctor. Well, it's not even that. If you want to take McCullough and Fatch or whoever else you want to fucking have a conversation. You get that motherfucker out of here. And you let them have a conversation. Put that on the fucking podcast. They won't. Just have a, if you had somebody. Fatch, you won't do that. Well, I know that. But if you had, there, there are people on extremes of both sides that definitely want to think they want to have that argument. If you had somebody with a plat with a platform, I do, I have something actually to go perfectly with this. Peter McCullough actually mentioned a doctor that he is friends with who has a show also is offering two million dollars to any scientist who will sit down on the air with him and have an open conversation about COVID. Anybody just sits down, will get two million dollars to have a conversation with him. I'm a scientist. They won't do it. I'm they won't do it. I'll do it. He said it's been an open thing for six months. They've they've emailed institutions. They've emailed Fauci. All these all these people trying to get him to have an open conversation on the air. They will not fucking do it. You know why? Because th what they're saying isn't backed by science. It's, well, it's backed like, by opinions and, and narratives. It, it's backed by their agenda. Well, it's it's just, not an it's actual scientific like when, conversation. When it got all hot on Twitter, talking somebody mentioned that like a a fraction of Elon Musk's net worth could end world hunger, and he's like, "I'll donate six billion dollars right now if they can provide me receipts from where it goes to." Bingo. Nobody fucking did it. Nope. You have somebody willing. And do we know a, where our tax money goes? Nope. And has a track record that will show you that if he says he's going to do it, he will fucking do it. That's Crickets. Offering $6 billion. Also, nobody can provide He is going to be paying $11 billion in taxes just this year. Yeah. You do realize everybody's like, oh, tax the wealth, tax the, tax the rich, tax the rich. We got many topics to discuss here today, but this is just some off the cuff. You want to hear insights into Tyler and Dakota's minds? We're going to offer that for you today. Some, I'm, I, saw, I saw a stat. Full disclaimer. Some of you don't want to be there. Some of you do not want to be inside our minds. No, it's very dark. <laughs> um, but there was a thing that said that, that the, the wealthy, the top wealthy percent of the United States actually pays, I, I believe it's like 65% of the United States' taxes. Mm. And we're all like, oh my God, the, the wealthy have to be taxed. They have to pay. The, they pay so much fucking money. They pay 70% of this whole country's taxes. Elon Musk himself is going to pay $11 billion in taxes. And he'll be fine. Correct. <laughs> but think of how much they have to fucking pay every year. You're just like, oh, you think they're just rich and none of their income has to go to tax. A huge fucking portion does. Yeah, it's it's no different than you seeing three, $400 come out of your paycheck. Their paycheck's just bigger. The percentages, it's still a percentage that matters to them. 
If you don't support in, capitalism, in the grand scheme get the of things, fuck out of here. In the grand scheme of things, their total, their total worth, I'm sure the taxes of the year, not that big a deal. But you break it down by paycheck like everybody else does, it's a considerable amount. Yeah, I'd love to have an open open conversation with a liberal on this. I just don't this. understand why I got to pay taxes on my check and then taxes when I buy food with what I have left. It, correct. Make it make sense. On top of what the current percentage of inflation is right now. Yeah. It's ungodly. But with the COVID shit, I wanted to say, the uh, with it canceling all these games and fucking up all these, you know, there's so many vendors behind all these college games. Like, there's these, so many volunteer programs that are going on. There's so many, like, public on-air shout-outs for all these small mom-and-pop institutions that get airtime, like, and COVID has just ruined it all. Well, and the people that it brings in to each city that the game is in. Like, you think that's what they always talk about? You the, think very many people in Tampa, Florida know about the Arkansas Razorbacks? Like, the revenue. Probably not. Well, like, the revenue that these cities, they build infrastructure to be able to host the Olympics because of the amount of people that it brings in. Like, it boosts your economy. I don't remember what percentage it was. A substantial amount just also, by hosting the Olympics. Also huge for recruiting pipelines. Obviously, the Olympics isn't extreme when we're talking about college bowl games, but it does it does matter. I also, I man, I wish I would have been more prepared. Inventory and stuff's got our hours going crazy, but I saw some NHL dude. Uh, I can't remember if it's like commissioner or the leader of one team or something. I don't fucking know. But he came out and was like, you know, I think it's, it's just some, I'm paraphrasing. I think <laughs> it's just some crap that we don't get to be in the Olympics and blah, blah, it's a publicity stunt, but... Have you motherfuckers gotten so desensitized from what fucking war really is that you don't realize China is openly waging war against the United States? So we're not going to do some Olympic events there in lieu of said events. And you're like, I just think it's fucking bullshit that we're not doing the Olympics there. You fucking buffoons have no fucking clue what's coming. If you guys haven't looked into what's going on with Russia and Ukraine, it is fucking inevitable. Well, the... So, this is a sports show. I'm going to tell you it's in sports. I did, NHL. I talked about the NHL. No, I'm talking about full scale here. Big picture. You're talking to, you're talking to a couple people that were in the military, saw the training, saw the, the, the pieces behind that y'all don't fucking see. Well, we are, the United States is Alabama. All this shit Nick Saban talks about, where it's like, oh, well, we don't blow somebody out, and you guys are pissed off. We lose a game, you're pissed off. With war... Most Americans, I'm going to paint with a broad brush, most Americans, I feel like, oh, we're about to be in war again. It's like, well, that sucks for the troops. It sucks for, you know, all the things that go with it. You, you do understand what happens if you lose a fucking war, right? Like, if you right. if you lose a war, you don't have hockey. You don't have shit. Hey, do you know what communism is? So, what are you going to do if China or these other fucking places come right fucking here? And this is now theirs because America is the only place, anybody who doesn't fucking know this, that everyone says, oh, they go to war for resources. They go to war to steal all this. Shut the fuck up. They do not. You're talking about elitists who may be doing some side shit. We don't fucking know. But the war itself, no soldier goes over there and starts siphoning oil from rigs in (laughs) Saudi. There's no soldier that's going up and taking gold bars out of Saddam Hussein's office. People were surfacing with pictures of all that kind of shit. Post and pick, like, oh, look at these war people here. Soldiers who get paid $700 every two weeks in the invasion of Iraq stumbled across Saddam's stockpile of gold bars and took pictures with it. As would he. Are you fucking nuts? I would too. (laughs) I'd be putting that motherfucker in my pocket, taking it home with me. Are (laughs) you you fucking nuts? But but, uh, the whole point was 
there's just so many trains of thought that we have that I we haven't got to talk about and we don't get to we realize the more we open up about our our personal feelings and like our personal views just a little bit not full scale because we don't want to get too far off from what we like to talk about but if we give you guys a little insight to how our minds work how we think what we've seen you know we we've, we've seen a lot of shit that most people don't ever see and to us it's normal but to most it would be a a traumatic fucking event like we we've seen it so like it's just nuts that people like the NHL and all these people that are coming out. That's why I, I, I know Enos Cantor, he means well. He's not really going about it in a, in a way that's actually productive. He's actually at least bringing, he's at least putting a light on situations that need to be brought to attention because the things that most big, you know, the LeBron Jameses, the Patrick Mahomes, the stuff they're going to talk about is like your, your local children's cancer place, stuff like that that's mm-hmm. right here in the home front that you don't understand there's so much else going on. You, a lot of people probably don't even realize that China has openly announced they they want to go to war with the United States. Do you think that these shortages on goods, us being in the construction industry like we are, we see it immediately? I don't know about some of our listeners, but we see the impact that it's having on the market with all these shortages. Do you think this shit is convenient that it happened at the same time as coronavirus and our government saying that it's because coronavirus that goods aren't made anymore? I'm going to tell you what it is. It's sanctions from these countries. Most of your shit, flip it over, says made in China. Those people have now stopped giving us shit that they were supposed to because the elected leaders that we have are soft. So now we're not getting the goods that we used to get from China because China's cut us off while openly waging war against us, staged on Taiwan's borders. Y'all people have got to fucking wake up here. It's more, it's not about fucking NHL one hockey game and the Olympics. It's about the location and what that fucking place stands for. They just silenced some other big reporter again for coming out and speaking against the Chinese government, she's disappeared. Also, again. It's happened again. And this guy's going to come out here and say, I think it's stupid we're not playing there. You need to shut the fuck up. Also, the whole shut up and dribble thing, now I understand it. Shut the fuck up and dribble. Also, you you are playing hockey. You have the NHL. You have those games and the Stanley Cup that you need to fucking try to win. If it was, and obviously the big picture, my opinion is still the same, but if it was like, you know, somebody who runs track in the Olympics or, you know, like cross-country ski or stuff like that, that you, your whole life is preparing for four years to have one event, I get being upset by not doing it. But you have to understand the reasoning. Yep. I get initially flying off the handle being pissed off because I would too if that was my profession. That was my sole goal that I do. I train for four fucking years to achieve. I get it. But with that, that same mentality that as those people, for the people out there who don't understand like military mindsets, when it's like, oh, it's just too bad how many lives were lost in that war, and it was senseless, and it was it was pointless, and it, it was a it was a war that we didn't need to be in. You motherfuckers have no opinion that matters. We get it that you're just trying to be empathetic for people's lives, but those lives that you're talking about, train just like those Olympic trainers to try and 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 deploy one time every four years to try to actually implement their training and defend their country. Those people want to do that. Soldiers want to do that, and. If you know anything about jihadists' mentality, losing their lives in a war means they're going to heaven. That is all they dedicate their fucking lives to. And soldiers are, are the very same way. They want to defend their fucking freedom. So well, and also, I watched an interview with Luttrell today, Marcus Luttrell, from, with him and Mark Wahlberg talking to some, whenever Lone Survivor came out, and they were talking, and they were like, you know, it made me, from an American sense, feel like it was, man, more senseless life. And Luttrell got pissed. Mm-hmm. He said, this is the shit we want to do. 
we don't need your sympathy. We don't want your sympathy. This is what we want to do. And if we lose our lives doing it, that's the, that's what we would give for this country. So don't feel fucking sorry for us. Don't fucking do it. That's not what we want. I also think people need to understand. Like, I get you You feel like you are, like, recognizing lives lost. Completely different from what I'm about to say. But to come out and say, oh, all these all these lives were lost in a senseless war. It's It was for no reason. You have- All your, like, the people, their family that is left behind them, all they're hearing is that they were they all you're saying like if if your if your brother gets shot in in you know any situation just gets shot in the street and dies and you go to their family and be like well he should have been there like that's all you're doing yep they would they went there they chose to sign up knowing that was an option being okay with that once you go over there being proud to do that for you and what you had to say afterwards is like well they shouldn't have been in the first place. I get you're not directly going at them saying they made a dumb decision to be there, but you kind of are because they're signing up to do exactly what they were there for. And what I was saying earlier with America is the one place that when they go to war, they don't do what these other countries do. When we go to war and we free said people, get rid of the evil leaders or whatever and what the fuck corruption was going on, we leave. We, we just give their country back. We don't take it, put our, fl- put our flag into it and say, this is America now. That's or, what every other country pl- country does except us. You have situations like we've been in recently where you go over there, accomplish the goal, and then spend more time over there helping rebuild their infrastructure so that they can maintain some sense of normalcy. While also... And you want to say, well, they've been over there too long. Well, also federal aid and all this stuff that we give to them. We, we give them millions of dollars after just going over there and liberating the people. We then give them millions of dollars a year to try to build their infrastructure back. This isn't no fucking go in there, blow their whole place up, like fucking... Uh, Hiroshima or whatever and then just dip out like what the fuck are you talking about if you want a little military mindset on how the fuck we feel think see that's from a soldier perspective on how all this shit is and the NHL shit kicked this off for me yeah a lot of that is not even necessarily a shot it's educational like for sure you I I understand you don't think about things like that just so it's no different than and this is the last thing I have before we get to actual yeah yeah, yeah, but it's no different like I have said this multiple times Grew up in Pea Ridge, Arkansas. Yep. And this is not to say... Some would say God's country. Yeah, and this is not to say, like, being in Pea Ridge, Arkansas is is full of race issues. There was no diversity, for whatever reason, it shook out in Pea Ridge. Going to the military is a culture shock. But when you're there... A huge culture shock. And you're there in that environment where it's nothing but induced panic and chaos. Like, that is the goal when you get to, you know... When you get to basic or or any any initial yep. startup of, of military training, yep, you're not you have so much shit going on to worry about. You don't think twice about what the person next to you looks like or fucking believes. All I know is this fucking sucks, and that motherfucker's going through it too. So when you get out of it and you both make it to the other side of it, you have respect for each other because you dealt with the same shit I dealt with. And that and not has, once do you think to yourselves, man, that you know person of other ethnicity than myself, boy. I didn't stop to think about how he looks. You don't fucking care. And it's not like there are people like there are people wearing turbans or whatever the correct terminology is for it. That may not be it. It's not meant to be insensitive, but things that like stick out and it still does not fucking you don't see you don't see it. You don't have time. You don't fucking care about that shit. And so that take that goes with you into every aspect of life. And I understand there's a lot of people from a lot of places like that, like P Ridge where you just don't have the exposure to that type of thing. So when you get when you get it blasted to you on social media, all you're reading is the extremes one way or the other. 
It does not have to fucking be that way in any divisive situation, I, including vaccinations. I've told Dakota this, and I'll tell y'all this. This whole mentality that this government's trying to push down on, on society right now is simply based off of complacency. We have not been fucked with in so long. What's the laziness? We, that we are finding new things to be pissed off about and blaming things such as like white guilt, things that happened hundreds of years ago. Let's blame all the white people right now and create more division. It's a, it's a, it's a, a product of complacency. Our country has not been tested, fucked with, touched because of, of I'm going to tell you what it is. It's because they, other countries understand, of course, our military capabilities, but what the people of America will do for their fucking country. Every one of these motherfuckers are armed to the fucking teeth. We, you know, you can't just come in here and invade us and think, well, we can at least beat their air force or that. You can't beat even the people that are here, and they know that. Like, it's just, it's crazy. It's crazy. But yes, like Dakota said, ethnicity, race, background, where you're from, what you did doesn't fucking matter. We are all embracing the suck the exact same way. Wow, that fucking sucked ass. Another. You want to crack? You want to crack a cold one? Let's go get fucked up. Another reason I strongly encourage anybody to put their kid into organized team sports. It's on a much smaller scale, but it's the same thing. Everybody fucking hates going to football practice. Nobody gives a shit what the person there in football practice <laughs> believes or looks like in the moment. And if you can get over it in the moment, you can fucking get over it. You, you're exposed to that long enough where it's like, fuck, I don't, I don't care about this shit right now. Let's come together, get this, accomplish the common goal. You do that enough times, it becomes second nature. Like I said, organized team sports... Very much, it's a much smaller scale, but it's the same concept. And I, another last tidbit I got, I listen to a lot of informational podcasts, talkers, highly, you know, highly prestigious individuals talking on like America Out Loud podcast. I listen to uh, Speak the Truth with Robert Turkla. I listen to, you know what I mean? And, and they have guests on there who walked the walk who can back up the talk. You know what I mean? Like they're, they're prestigious actual individuals like Dr. Peter McCullough on America Out Loud sometimes. And uh, on Speak the Truth, he's got this buddy who was in Special Forces who was just in Ukraine for the past three years who is literally attesting to what the fuck is going on over there. Uh, and it's just, if people listen to more stuff like that. Oh, you like, know what? I changed my mind on my previous statement. You know, it's going to have somebody like McCullough and, and Fauci or whoever the whoever the talking head is mm -hmm. on that side. I don't mm -hmm. know. But have them in there and then have two people, like you say, who have experienced it. Let them argue. And these other two that have experienced it and lived it and know what works, what doesn't, stay quiet until one of them says something that's just a flat-out fucking lie. Because what's going to happen is you're going to have somebody on one side who says something that's a lie. That will be Fauci immediately. Well, and the same side will be like, well, that's not true. Because if you've lived it and gone through it, you don't give a shit what the narrative is. You know what's right. Also, Turkla provided some very, in, like, kind of a mind-blowing, like, what if they did it this way? He suggested today, he's like, I've said it for years, the way they should vote for presidents is blind. It should be, you open this envelope, this envelope, you read what they believe Absolutely. in, read what they believe in. Oh, I like uh, number two. Submit it. Later on, they say, here's number two. Here's the individual. Okay, he's elected. You know what'll there happen? There is no bias. There is no bullshit. There is no nothing. You know what'll happen? But if that you do won't that? sell. The first year you do that, you have a third party candidate win. A thousand. I will bet my paycheck on it. I'll bet my year's salary on it. If you if you do a blind envelope where it's like, this is what I believe in, not what I've been told to believe. This is what I genuinely believe in. What your policies will be. What you you're going will to have do. A third party candidate win the election in a fucking landslide. I agree because you have too many people that sign up to be. Democrat or Republican because they know that platform is backed by a shit ton of money. 
this, so you adopt. I agree with most of these. I'll adopt, I'll adopt the rest. That won't happen. And you will have a third party candidate win, and that would be fucking fantastic. Last tidbit just to of see it happen. Last tidbit of military information before we talk some sports. Uh, I hate to break it to you guys, you sensitive people out there. It's <laughs> proven. This is not a joke. This is real shit. China already has spies infiltrated already that have came here, gotten into our educational system, such as like Howard University, these prestigious colleges. They go there. They learn the information on what they're doing. They go back to China, and they start doing it over there. That's the same in the military. That's the same. Russia just came out and said that they'll, if they, if they, uh, they want to one up us and what we're apparently doing and supporting Ukraine, then they're going to put all these military people or all their groups or whatever the fuck you want to call it. We'll put it on the Mexico border. We'll put it on here. We'll put it on here. No one's even being told this information. You have to go find this shit. Russia and China just had a closed door meeting to talk about the United States. Hmm, wonder what that was about. Afghanistan, the first people that went to the fucking Taliban and recognized them. Who was it? China. I hate to break it to y'all, but the complacency shit is about to get tested. Don't fall for this complacency shit where we should all be victims and everybody pin... It's fucking coming, people, I'm telling you. Russia is about to go into Ukraine. There's already war footage of what's going on right there that you can look for yourself on YouTube. China openly waging war against the United States and about to fuck with Taiwan. I am telling you, people, we're falling for the fucking trap. It is scary times. No one even knows what's actually going on. You have to look for it for yourself, and if the fact checker's already got a hold of it, it's gone. So, just just fucking love your neighbor and just watch some sports and just get a little release from it, okay? We have, at this point, 50% of the people who started this episode rock hard. Oh, absolutely. And 50% are not listening anymore. <laughs> but for that 50% that is listening, we got some sports to talk about. We do. We apologize for the long rambles. It was not supposed to go that long, but, you know, it's not every day that we get a chance to talk about something that we're personally invested in and, and stuff. It's just not fair whenever you see the biggest athletes in America are hardly ever talking about pro-America. It's always pro-Nike. Pro Under Armour, pro this, well, pro that. It's never, there's never really people with like a fucking American flag or pro America or we support this, the Constitution. There's nothing ever, any any pro America, everything ever. Like, well, when you're talking about that, you know what I mean? It's absorbent just absorbent amount of money. You stay away from divisive topics. I understand that. Pro America is divisive? Yes. Nowadays it is. Yes, it absolutely That's sad. is. That's sad. That is it fucking is sad. sad. But it is definitely divisive. But. One thing that's not divisive. But thank y'all for sticking with us. We want just want to get some personal opinions <laughs> out feel, there. I feel like we need this. Get, get the blue button in here and cool it down a little bit. Talk about something that's not divisive. What's not divisive? If you think 1990s football, boom. I think John Madden. Boom. And then you go here and here and boom. John Madden passed away yesterday. See, now we need to tone this down a little bit. It's somber. Yesterday. John Madden passed away at 85 unexpectedly. Fucking crazy. It doesn't happen a lot where you have a celebrity death that is like, makes you stop and look at it like, holy shit. The last one was Kobe Bryant. Yeah, well, yeah. And that was obviously him and the fashion that it happened. It was just a completely out of the blue. I actually, no one knows this except Macy because I was with her when it happened. I actually wept. Yeah, I mean, like, they're, like... I legitimately... Ha- if Tiger Woods right now came out and said he died in a car crash, would you cry? 
I thought he died in a car crash. Would you cry? It's very possible. I literally I don't I don't cried. deal with emotion well enough to know that. I feel like it's up my mind. I mean, I cried when he won the Masters. See? It's the last time. So, but again, my brain does not process emotion properly. Mainly because I've been told I was a fucking piece of shit and go paint the rocks in the parking lot type stuff. But that's the other thing. We're not going to go back on the military. <laughs> we thing. could go all We're day about what you're back about to on say. The, military thing. the other positive that it brings is you're not so fucking sensitive to everything. Thick skin goes a long motherfucking way. And it lets everyone around you know that if you have said something to piss me off, you have said something. Because for the most part, not much gets me going. Well, that's not true. A lot gets, hey, me, a lot going. gets me going. <laughs> but, but not not much actually affects me to where I personally project outwards. Like I, I am now showing right. my you, raw you may get pissed a, emotion. You may get a quick reaction, but if I'm like shake, if I'm spitting angry, if I'm shaking mad, we've you have said something. Right. Because it's gonna take wrong. a lot. But you can say whatever you want about moms, my mother, what you did to her. I've all heard we've heard it all it's been from the military. Worse. But celebrity deaths that hit you. Like there are just some people that have legitimately feel like they've been a part of your life. And John Madden is one of those. Yes. Me and, funny story, me and Emily had this conversation the other day, kind of ties a perfect fucking bow on this whole transition. We watched that Don't Look Up movie on Netflix. Watch that too. Terrible movie. But the concept and the message is, right. is pretty the fucking Right, the message was, was very good. The movie's terrible. And too long. I actually didn't mind it. But, we were talking about like the amount of big name actors that are in that movie. Clearly taking shot at Republicans, and that's fucking annoying. But it, the message well, was there. I think I I know the goal of the movie was to over exaggerate everything to make it obvious, but it was a little. Far. It's a direct reflection on society right now. Correct, but the amount of big name actors in that movie, I was talking unbelievable. That's the like, whole reason I clicked it. I said, think about it. The amount of big name actors, like, oh, it's crazy. They've been around for a while. Like at some point, did you watch our, Two and a Half Men? Yeah. Did you realize that was the chick, mm-hmm. the balcony chick, Two and a Half? Mm-hmm. I thought I was like, whoa, I haven't yeah. seen her in forever. So. All those people that were in that movie, and that's a, that's a small sample size, but all those people in that movie, at some point in our life, will not be in any movies anymore. Like, the fact that the big-name actors, when we're 50, we don't know right now. Yep. That's fucking crazy. Anyway. It is crazy. John Madden, rest in peace. For sure. It was weirder that they came out and they didn't even give a cause. Just yeah. said, unexpectedly died. Yeah, I mean, at 85, I feel like... You could die of natural causes and why wouldn't they just say natural causes? Well, I think you can die of natural causes and it be unexpected at the age of eighty five. I feel like both things can be true. It was weird. We also have to talk about Arkansas losing their fucking conference home opener or conference opener. One thing I had to say on the John Madden thing: if they don't put him on the cover of Madden next year, they fucked up. They will. It is a hundred percent. I don't. I'm not talking about a special edition. I'm talking about the Madden cover. It'll be a special edition. Make it the only edition then. I agree. But fucking put him on there. Arkansas lost (sighs) by a lot. Didn't even watch a single second of it. I didn't either. We've been I, at work. It's fucking inventory. They Can't lost. Eighty one, eighty one, sixty eight, something like that. Are you shit me? Is that bad? Oh, I got fucking shit stomped. Are we not top twenty five anymore? No. Oh, I'm in top twenty five, and then we did not pop up. But at one point, we were leading ten to eight. He said no. We were leading ten to eight at one point. That was the last update I got before I got here. And you said eighty one to sixty eight. Boy, that is yikes! Good. Excellent recall by me. I only saw it once. But yeah, they stink. I don't want to tell you. Um, stink is relative, obviously, in Arkansas sports world. We know we know what KK stink. Robinson eleven minutes. Fuck yeah, we know what stink is. Uh, when we think Arkansas stinks, we think football, which is extreme. They're not that stinky, but they smell kind of bad. 
Like they got an odor to them. No, I'm going to go ahead and say they, <laughs> they got an odor. <laughs> There's a certain I'm unpleasant say it. smell. We all said, I, oh, I wonder if that fucking group is live right now. There's always a fucking after. Oh, there is. There is. There's an Arkansas Gets. Where'd it go? Come back. There's an Arkansas Gets. It's like a, what's those things where it's like an open group thing on Twitter where yeah, everybody can jump in there and you're just a listener unless you're mm-hmm. approved to be a speaker. Well, it was across the top. I guarantee you it's fucking popping right now. Um, but they were all saying, if we lose this fucking home opener, that's how we'll determine how bad we are. There's no chance we lose this home opening. Or the Not home. I keep saying home. SEC opener. Yeah. There's no way we lose this game. If we lose this game, we are fucking terrible. Boy, we lost. We and didn't. I wish I could get into that chat right now. I cannot fucking find it for the life of me. We didn't. It was like Arkansas gets trampled or something was the title of it. But we did not just get beat. We got beat by double We got double digits. That's the sound of cheeks, cheeks clapping. Clap. <laughs> Embarrassing. We got, as the brothers in the South like to call it, prison fucked. When? I mean, we got like 50 something, 50 days till baseball starts. I think I'm start that countdown. I don't know, but we got, what is it, three days till Arkansas football? Yeah, we do. I mean, again, this is not, um, I'm not a fucking old man standing on my porch yelling at kids to get off my lawn. The opting out thing, I have no, like, go get your money, protect yourself. You are investing in yourself at this point. No no qualms about that. It does suck as people opt out and you realize that these games that you are all excited about are kind of not that good anymore. Like we just talked about it right like before Pittsburgh. the show. Pitt, Michigan State was going to be awesome. I had hammered Pitt because Michigan State's weakness was throwing over the top. What did Pittsburgh do all year? Successfully throw over the top. And they still could do that. I don't know. I imagine their game plan and scheme is going to be relatively the same. I think when you lose a player that you're talking about going in the first round as a quarterback, you have to adjust some things. But for the most part, you can install a completely new system. So they're going to try the same things. We'll see what the guy behind Pickett has. If he has any sense at all, I'm still sticking with Pitt. Michigan State's a very good team. They have a glaring weakness that was exposed heavily by Ohio State. And it was not a situation where Ohio State's just that good that they just beat the shit out of them like that. They exploited their weakness. Yeah, repeatedly. Pitt, Pitt still got Jordan Addison, that fucking monster stud receiver. Right. 1,479 yards, seven, 17 touchdowns. Like, they still got him. I just don't know but about it's a, it's who's throwing position. him the ball. And that's not a shot at him. but because, like Because you lost a 4,319-yard, 42-touchdown, seven-pick quarterback. Right. So now someone's going to step in for the first time all year, and it's in a fucking big-ass bowl game. Right. Yikes. But Arkansas, get beat. Not only do we have the odor, I'll go ahead and say it. It ain't gonna wash off. Mm, we suck. Take a couple showers. It's still gonna we be. We will not make the tournament. We'll be in the NIT. I'm gonna say it. I'm not ready to say that yet. I'm saying I'm, that. I'm teetering. Nope, saying it. I'm teetering. Auburn's better than us. Tennessee's better than us. Alabama's better than us. Uh, Vanderbilt's Kentucky. probably better than us. Kentucky's better than us. Florida. Florida's probably better than us. Mississippi State appears to be better than us. <laughs> This Ole Miss is going to be better than us. This is a fucking travesty. Listen, it's throwaway year. What do you expect? You know, no big deal. We'll get him next year. First year of Musk getting the big contract. I'm not taking shots, but what the fuck is happening? Yeah. Hofstra was an eye-opener. We thought it was just a one-off thing. Oh, no, no, no. This is an all-year thing. Now we see why that stupid-ass dude on Twitter that was talking about Arkansas isn't in the top twenty, my top 25 before we even lost to Hofstra. And everybody was freaking out about it. You know what I'm talking about? 
Mm-hmm. There was some fucking big name dude or whatever. It was making fun of Arkansas. I completely zoned out. Yeah, I saw that. <laughs> uh, I was trying to think of a bet that I was about to propose, but I haven't decided yet, so go ahead. Well, yeah, I'm just going to go ahead and say it. Arkansas sucks. They stink, and it's a shame because we have the personnel, and I agree with what I just saw on Twitter where someone said, boy, am I glad that uh, the up-and-coming class is already signed. Because <laughs> <laughs> we fucking stink. Give dead. me dead. Give me three more games. No. And I will make the bet I was going to make. Okay, hang on. They pull it up. I'll pull up our upcoming. I, no, I don't care who it is. Schedule. I don't, I don't care. Well, you should because we have powder puffs all year. Well, no, I don't care if it's shitters or if it's Kentucky, Alabama, <laughs> Auburn. I don't care. The The result will be the same. Vanderbilt. I think it's just showing us our SEC matches. Vanderbilt, January 4th. At home, at Texas A and M, ten and two, they're better than us as well. It'll we did not say them. Conference play from here on. Vandy, Texas A and M, Missouri. Missouri's the stinkiest. Yeah, six and six. All right, give me till after the Missouri game, and I will. Oh my God, LSU's better than us too. They're twelve and zero. Yeah, they were getting smacked a minute ago. They were losing eighteen to one to Auburn a minute ago. We're ninth best in the conference. We'll see. Oh God, it's not good. Okay, it's not good, but. Jury's still out on final expectations for me. It's over. <laughs> it's fucking over. We ain't going to talk about it no more. So, I'm over it. Silver lining, Amude did have 19 points. Who? Amude. Oh, well, good for him. How about KK? Zero. Well, we, we started it's off with... goose egg. We started off with John Madden. The Arkansas game just ended, so you us just continue on in the NFL. And by the way, Auburn is clapping LSU right now, but that's conference play. They're both good. What do you expect? 21 points at halftime, though? Yikes. Yeah. I thought I was in WNBA for a second. <laughs> I am not. <laughs> Little shot. NFL highlights from... Oh, NFL highlights. Okay. This past week. You don't want to hit the tunes? There we go. I would appreciate some tunes. I ain't going to lie to you. Hopefully we've heard the green button in a while. Your boy John Moran's been putting in some work, too. Well, that's my Grizzlies. They're 21-14. I ain't watched a goddamn second of the NBA. They're, they're playing the Lakers right now. You know now. what? Fuck it. Since we're talking about NBA and the NFL, you know. It, Why is the goddamn NFL not a fucking topic up here I can click? Well, the NFL went head-to-head. Found it. With the NBA on Christmas Day this year. Mm-hmm. Like both the ratings are out. Oh, what are they? Would you like to laugh? I sure, I sure would. And these are not pissant NBA games. Like, if you wanted to compare any ratings from an NBA game, these are the two. So you have Warriors and Sons at five. On ABC. 5.1 million viewers. Yep. Then you had Packers-Browns at 430. Mm-hmm. 28.6 million viewers. <laughs> <laughs> NBA ain't even the little brother or sister. It the, is the third cousin. The second one was closer. Nets-Lakers at 8. 5.7 million viewers. Colts-Cardinals at 815. 12.6 million. That's disgusting. That's gross. It, it's unimaginably bad the difference in the two mm-hmm. especially when you talk about the money that's thrown around in basketball yep <laughs> but 53 man rosters 12 man rosters Obviously, yeah, absolutely and you have the ability to pay the luxury tax you don't need it hard, I will say what, I will say I agree with Trump on one not, several things but on one thing everything woke turns to shit it is he started getting all woke on us. He started fucking pushing your stupid agendas on TVs. And we're out. Em- we're out. You said complacency. I said lazy. It's because the lazy 
divisive conversations. Well, on Twitter, we looked at the data, and well, it looked like that this is the, the, the topic the, of the trends. The data from Twitter, I say data. I don't know if you say data. Data. But all right, when I, you know what I hear? I think data. What? I think I stomped the arm like data. Oh, yeah, data, yeah, yeah, yeah. Data. Anyway, uh, laziness. Because anytime you get woke, political, divisive, whatever, the easy thing is like, I don't agree with all that. I automatically agree with everything this side said. The fuck out of here. You don't want to have a conversation. You just fucking bury your goddamn head in the sand on whichever side of the line you think will protect you. Yep. The fuck over it. Anyway, my highlight, number one, uh, Joe Burrow is good. And they also made it a point to beat the dog piss out of him and let Burrow keep throwing it when they're up. I fucking buy plenty. It. You know why? Because the Packers should have fucking thumped the Browns. And the offense started running the ball three times. Yep. And here comes the fucking Browns. That game, in my mind, was never in question because it's the Packers and it's the fucking Browns. But it was entirely too close. And if the Packers keep taking their fucking foot off people's throats in the playoffs, they'll lose in the NFC Championship. Correct. Also, also that's good foreshadowing for the up-and-coming Kansas City and Cincinnati matchup. Woo-wee! I don't think that game's going to be close. Are you nuts? No. I think... Cincinnati will go into it. Joe Burrow will go into it with the mindset of, I have to keep up with their offense. They can keep up with your offense, but if you go into it trying and not having any alternative, like what what has given the Chiefs problems? Running the fucking ball. Mm -hmm. What did the Cincinnati Bengals have? Well, it was in the first six weeks, not anymore, but. I mean, over like over the course of them being good. Mm -hmm. Like that is, when they lose, that is why. People run the ball successfully or your defense just goes to shit. But, that, I mean, that, the Texans game that everybody goes back to when they were up 24 points and you came back and won, they stopped running the fucking ball. They, you started to come back. So they like, tried to fuck. make Deshaun Watson look like the hero yeah, they and said, they bailed. We got to throw it to score faster than them. No, you don't. You have the fucking lead. Am I maintaining, Mitch? But what the Cincinnati Bengals have, very good running back. Correct. An average offensive line. Three number one receivers. That I don't know how continue to keep him upright long enough to throw the deep ball. They have every fucking weapon they need on the offensive side of the ball. The defense, yeah. But if they, they got Hendrickson, they got a, a few guys on defense that are nice. But the Chiefs offense doesn't matter how good your defense is. It helps. It doesn't, you're not going to stop them from scoring. Eh. So if you look at it, offenses to defenses, yeah, the Chiefs should run away with it. Offense to offense, the Bengals are closer than most teams in the NFL to the Chiefs style offense. According to the ES, ESPN, the Cincinnati has better running backs and quarterbacks than well, Kansas City. That's not a joke. Back, absolutely. They said quarterback but, nod goes to Cincinnati. Well, they say that because it does numbers. Same reason talk about the Cowboys every fucking week. Fair. Running, running back, absolutely. Joe Mixon is better than Clyde. A thousand percent. He's better than Clyde and uh, Darren Williams put to, Damon Williams put together. Because I'm going to tell you something as a Kansas City fan. We should have never won cut Damian Williams. That made no goddamn sense. Should have never cut Cream Hunt. I'm aware. <laughs> but, you know, it's, it's bad. It's, That's why it's, they have hey, the simplest for a hey. reason. So you don't have to do that. Those of y'all remember the cream hunt stuff? Oh, it was bad. The video was bad. It was real bad. Browns I had just landed on off of a plane, just landed, got <laughs> off, didn't know what happened. Dakota had texted me, got his text mid mid flight, sat down. You see the cream hunt shit. What the fuck you talking about? Landed, got off. Cream hunt's cut. Fucking what? <laughs> then I saw the video. <laughs> Look. Boy. It was bad. It, there's not bad. a single, if that went to a fucking jury, there's not a single fucking juror that would have said not guilty. <laughs> no. But who talks about it now? Nobody. Nobody. Not saying it's right. But had they not cut him, it's all that would have been talked about. Well. They allow convicts and who, monsters. Who talks and, about Tyreek Hill anymore? 
a lot of people. You'd be surprised if you oh. followed Chiefs Twitter. That is still a thing. Well, until and he, he was found that he didn't even do anything until he wins the game. Well, this last time he was found allegedly they didn't do anything. The the prior no, it wasn't stuff, allegedly they the, fucking found it. The prior stuff. I can't attest to that. That was what I'm saying. Like, I didn't know he existed a, until he got a, here. Right. There's a track record there. That's all I'm saying is like I, I think the Chiefs have enough history with problem children. Just imagine Kareem Hunt with Patrick Mahomes. That you could have put him on the exempt list, figured it all out, suspended him. For There's a, a reason the Texans didn't cut Deshaun Watson as soon as this happened. Suspended. Well, they didn't because they needed something in return. Because they have Yeah, but if they would have done what Kansas City did, they'd been fucked. Yeah, because And there for a while without Kareem Hunt, we were fucked. He would have played this year, probably. Probably. Because if they, they said they don't have enough to put him on the exempt list now, guess what? If you're a free agent and I pick you up and you're on the exempt list, you're, you're playing. playing. Sorry. Yeah, that Kansas City-Cincinnati game is going to be fucking fire. Because guess what? If he's found guilty, you cut him, and you say, hey, I did what I thought was in the best interest for our team to win a Super Bowl. As soon as we found out he was guilty, fuck him, he's out of here. But if he's not guilty, you look like a genius. Also, someone explain to me how that's the noon game. What's that? Kansas City and Cincinnati. I don't know. Oh, hang on, let me explain to you why. Because uh, Green Bay and, and Minnesota is the night game. So that's definitely far more important because seven and eight, Minnesota's fighting for in the hunt. Dude, that's good. There that's are good stuff. A shit ton of teams still alive, and it makes no sense. Will they stop putting the fucking Steelers Browns in the and Steelers on Monday? Will you stop putting the Steelers in the in the hunt picture on the program? They're not in the hunt. They're not a football team. They're in the hunt for a new quarterback. Well, I don't know that they are. I, I think they are. Anyway, it's bullshit travesty. The Chiefs and Bengals at noon. That's fucking horseshit. I did see Romo was on the broadcast. Him and Nancy. I love right. that. Except I fucking don't. Highlights, Joe Burrow, 535 yards, four touchdowns. It was going to be 520-something and five touchdowns, but they called the touchdown back, and then they kept throwing. Yeah. <laughs> so he lost a touchdown, but he still got over 500. Big Dick Burrow's a thing. Yeah, he's good. He's also just now realizing that his other receivers actually pretty fucking good. Well, Because T. Higgins and Tyler Boyd are very goddamn good. Well, he was good with Tyler Boyd last year. Well, therefore, this past like six weeks, he ain't done shit with Boyd or Higgins. Just been force feeding Jamar Chase, and it ain't working because they're just bracketing. Oh, wait a minute! These other guys are also very good. Maybe if you're an NFL GM and you draft a quarterback, make him throw sixty times a game his first year. Seems to have worked out. Get it out of his system. The flack that was said about that fifty throw game when it happened has been silenced. <laughs> it definitely has. Uh, other highlights could be considered low light. Texans had 19 players on the COVID list and beat the fuck out of the Chargers. <laughs> what the fuck was that? Oh, and if Herbert hadn't scored a, min- a touchdown with like a minute and 10 left, it was actually a fucking thumping. If you had told me that the Chargers had 19 players on the COVID list and the Texans had all their players, I still would have hammered the Chargers. I told you I didn't like that fucking, I didn't like that spread there. I don't give a fuck about the spread. It's the goddamn Texans and they had half their fucking team. I said they always compete. Davis Texans Mills- always compete. Is Davis Mills a good quarterback? No. Is he a good quarterback on a stinky team? No. Is no, he, he just had a good one good game. Is he, no, not one good game. When he's played, he's been productive. Mm-mm. Is he a top 32 quarterback? Well, if Cam Newton is, then he definitely is. Well, Cam Newton's not. Well, he said he is. He's wrong. So that means Davis Mills is. Ipso facto rules. Hmm. Would you rather have Davis Mills or Cam Newton? Davis Mills. Correct. Um, Other highlights. Because Cam Newton sucks. Mac Jones stunk when it mattered. 
when he had to throw, when he couldn't just, you know, do whatever Bill said, he couldn't get it done. I'm not saying Mac Jones is a bad quarterback. Well, we didn't talk about the other Saturday game. Well, I was just running through highlights notes that I had taken. The Cardinals fucking lost again to the Colts. They did. If the Cardinals draw the Eagles in the playoffs somewhere, they're fucked. I'm going to say that. The Eagles will give the Cardinals fits. Agreed. And that's sad. Because I still think Hurt stinks. I think the Eagles will give a number of teams. The Eagles are the team in the NFC that I think at the bottom of the NFC that you don't want to get if you can help it. Not because they're just stellar. Because they do enough things right Mm -hmm. when it matters that they could fuck you up. Yes. Also... I'm out on the rims again. <laughs> Matt Stafford lost me my fucking fantasy game. He had six points. Six. Also, Dalvin Cook going on the COVID list. Not great. Well, at least. Also, DeAndre Swift not coming back. Real bad. <laughs> at least you didn't drop your quarterback and pick up Matt Ryan, who got 13 points, and make the right decision because Derek Carr got eight again. Yep. You traded. Uh, you traded somebody pretty good for him. Oh, I did. And both of the players I got back stink now. Um, other notes, uh, Devon Diggs tells fans to shut the fuck up. Love to that see was that. sick. Love to see that. That was awesome. You, 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 shut the fuck up in the end zone. That was fucking sick. It'll probably be fine, but I love it. Don't care. Now, the flip side of that, I did see a video from, I have no idea when it was. Context obviously matters here. Dude in a Michigan State shirt in the crowd yelling at a football player on the sideline. One of them situations where you're yelling at him, don't expect him to hear you, much less reply. And he was walking down the sideline, and he was talking shit. He's like, hey, what happened? You lost the fumble there. You lost the fumble. The player turned to said Michigan State fan and said, hey, go fuck yourself, little bitch. I hope you fucking die. <laughs> That's extreme. That is a bit excessive. As a military individual, that is just funny to me because it doesn't mean shit. <laughs> but, but you can't say but that it's to funny. people, especially now. I'm going to profile this guy. I'm not going to lie to you. White guy. Clean cut. Front row of the game. Assuming he comes from money. Maybe he worked hard for it. I was about to say, maybe he saved up all year for that game. Maybe he saved up all his 18 years of existence to talk shit to that guy. Who knows? Did not see that coming. No. Just like when you didn't see Marcus Peters coming up into the stands and saying, will not you fucking fight me I right did here? Did not see that coming either. Yep. <laughs> that shit happens. Um, Washington Whistlepigs had a fight on the sidelines, but tweaks their own players. Yes, they did. If you put your motherfucking finger on another grown-ass man with a lot of testosterone <laughs> and you put your fucking finger on his face, prepare to get fucking swung on. And and he did get swung on. It didn't sh- connect, but... Shout out to number 85 for the Washington Whistlepigs. Sorry, I don't know your name. As soon as they started huffing and puffing back and forth, he turned to one of them, put his hand on him, and said something along the lines of, I'm sure, hey, guys, let's not do this. And then he poked his face, and this motherfucker turned his back to him, saw the punch... Picked up his water bottle, walked the fucking other way. Oh, okay, I'm done with this. I'm not going <laughs> to get in this. You put your finger in his face, you deserve what's coming. I love that because I hate motherfuckers who want to break up a fight to be the person that broke up a fight. Let the shit happen. Also, on that, on that same game, the Cowboys hung a 50-piece on them. They did. I also think people put too much weight into that. I think I've said it a long time. I've said it for weeks now. Oh, I'm in agreement with what you're about to say. Months. The Cowboys have, look like different Cowboys. I think the Cowboys have... A fair chance to make it to the Super Bowl for the NFC. Putting 50 points on the Washington Whistlepigs doesn't mean you've turned a corner. No. Now, scoring 50 points in an NFL game, impressive. They stink. And they were defeated immediately. They're fighting each other on the fucking sidelines. Cowboys are very good. Can they piece it all together when it matters? 
I don't know. It's yet to be seen. Let's not fucking overreact to them beating the piss out of the whistle pigs. Raiders and Broncos was fucking gross. Bears and Seahawks was hilarious. We have to talk Bears and Seahawks. I forgot. That this was, was sick. What happened in that motherfucking game? I texted you and you didn't respond to me because you blew me off, you son of a bitch. It was unfucking believable. I couldn't fucking believe what just happened. The fucking Bears get the ball back with a minute and something left. This is fucking, this shit is over. There's snow all over the goddamn field. Russell Wilson stinking all over the field again. <laughs> he throws a DK on the second play of the game. 42-yard touchdown. I said, DK's back. He then got one target for five yards. Rest of the game. And I, what? hang on, they got a minute and a half here. Let me just see what happens. Oh, okay. They're marching down the field a little bit here. Oh, my fucking God. Did they just score? <laughs> They did just score. Okay, they'll kick the extra point. This game, we got an overtime game. This is going to be sick. Nope. Oh, my God. They're going for two. And they're going to get it. And Demir Bird, who we haven't heard of in forever, because he was with the Pets, and then just kind of, meh. He always reminds me of that uh, Jalen Hurd dude from Tennessee for some reason when I hear his name. Demir Bird and Jalen Hurd. I don't God, know what it is. freaking college. But Bird catches this goddamn two-point conversion with one hand. Side note, Tennessee pumps out some fucking running backs. Oh, yes. Avakumar. Yes. Aaron sure Foster. Did. Yes. Monsters. Yes. Um, one hands this fucking two-point conversion. Toe taps while he's falling backwards. It was unfucking believable And I said, Russell Wilson's going to be on a new team next year. <laughs> he absolutely is. I'm not be, kidding. It's going to be the Giants. It's going to be the Saints. No. I'm, I'm going Giants. Saints. Giants got rid of their GM. They're keeping the coach. I'm also seeing rumors that the Chiefs are going to draft Traylon Burks at 32. Not kidding. Hmm. That would be a problem. I also think, obviously. Well, we dropped the fucking Cornell Powell in the sixth round from Clemson, who's a fucking beast. Saw zero fucking reps all year. I don't know what the fuck's going on around here. We also drafted Clyde in the first round for no goddamn reason. <laughs> there was a reason. Oh, there was. It was just nothing not a, that was not a made any reason. sense. Not a factual reason. Many better players than him left available that you could have taken later. But whatever, I digress. Speaking of the Saints, Ian Book got fucking murdered. Uh, Ian Book stinks. He had a hell of a time in that fucking game. He had no shot. At no point did he have a fucking chance. No. Not a fucking prayer, not nothing. He got molly whopped all did. fucking game. And the, Dol the Dolphins offense did jack shit. And one particular time where there was no flag called, which I'm for for the most part, crowned the helmet directly to his face mask, swapped his ends. Yep. And driven into the ground. Yes. And it was late in the game. He'd already had enough. He's already dead. Just fucking quit. Yeah, Saints, you stink. It's bad. It's it's worse than I even thought for you Saints fans out there. It's just, oh, God, it is so bad. I got news for you. Jameis Winston ain't it either. I got news for you. The bridges yeah. need to be burned. You need someone who's an actual fuck. They're taking a quarterback in the first round. If they don't get... Another quarterback in free agency, I agree. But I will say, or the, yeah, Russell Wilson, James yes. Winston is the best option on that team currently, and it's just good enough to get you uh, six and seven to get you what he got. Wait, with the Bucks. How many games are seventeen? So what would that be? Fucking six and eight, six and nine, seven and nine. Whatever. Who fucking cares? <laughs> Below five hundred. It's real fucking bad for y'all. I was partial to y'all Saints out there. I was. Now, I'm not because I don't like your breeze. But well, we have to talk about Chief Steelers. Why? I'll, I'll tell you what you should be worried. It's about. It's both of our teams. I'll tell you what you should. We have to talk. What you should be worried about is that you didn't beat us by more. 
Are you fucking kidding me? You they did they called timeouts and no no huddle offense for the last minute and I fifty say, to score a touchdown. I will say, and this is no shit. I am hard against Ben being in the quarterback of the Steelers for any point past this season. Yeah. I have been hard against that for previous seasons, but he keeps coming back. I'm by no means saying he's still got it and needs to stay there. But Matt Canada is fucking terrible. <laughs> I don't mean like we've talked this about. This is what I wanted. We've talked about before. Like, oh, well, he's Ben's friend. What do you expect? He's fucking terrible. <laughs> Not in the sense that like, oh, he shouldn't he shouldn't be calling the place. He shouldn't be employed by an NFL team. <laughs> he shouldn't be able to fucking air up the goddamn ball. I also saw the Jaguars were interviewing the, Doug Peterson. <laughs> they're also interviewing Dan Quinn and... Uh, uh, Fucking Doug Peterson, though. <laughs> Wonder Boy for the fucking Cowboys offensive coordinator. Jason Moore. Kellen Moore. Kellen Moore, there it is. They're interviewing both their coordinators. I thought of Jason Garrett and Kellen Moore and just morphed them together. But Matt Canada doesn't know what he's fucking doing. He's so bad. And when we get into that two minute offense or whatever you want to call it, the hurry up offense, shit starts to work. He all of a sudden remembers what he's doing. No, Ben starts calling the plays in that offense. Well, it so was Mason it, Rudolph. This it, one. Immediately. Gets better. No, no, not this one. Mason Rudolph may be a better play caller than fucking Matt Canada. Mason Rudolph marched down the field and scored. But every game we've got into where Ben starts. If I had played Mason Rudolph in fantasy, I would have got more points than Matt Stafford did. And Derek Carr. That's sad. It's a fucking. But Canada is so bad. We've also had four offensive line coaches in the last three years. Our offensive line is completely terrible. It's completely terrible. It's so bad. It's the worst I've ever seen. Not as a Steelers fan in football. You Not actually, in the NFL, in football. He's two hands right now. He's doing a lot of hand gestures. I watched a full season of second and third grade peewee football this year. This is worse. <laughs> Teams against the Steelers get more pressure into the backfield than the second and third graders that I watched this year. Well, we do have Chris Jones and Frank Clark. We've played a lot of shit teams. And the result is the same. You can't even get a fair way to evaluate whether Ben sucks ass bad enough to where you shouldn't need you you need a quarterback. We can't even get into it because he he anybody's going to look horrible behind that offensive line. It's so bad. Aaron Rodgers might not be coming to Pittsburgh. <laughs> I don't know why you want to play behind that line. Uh, you're fucking right. Let him draft. I don't care. It's ungodly bad. Anytime. <laughs> Anytime Najee, you keep having that little smirk every time you're about to go in. <laughs> any, anytime Najee gets out into space, fantastic thing to watch happens. Think about it. If you could just give him, I don't know, I'm not asking for you to give Did him. You see a the fucking, size of the holes Kansas City was creating. I'm not even asking you to give him that size hole. I'm just asking you to give him some daylight to be able to tell which way he's supposed to fucking run. Yeah, they're making him look like Trent Richardson. Like he can't because, find the fucking no, gap. Because I'm the, talking about the vision. Like, the, and it's not because of yeah. his vision. It's because he's got nowhere to go. Well, the, he knows the play. It's called. He knows where the hole's supposed to be. But when it's not there, you have to wonder if he's guessing which fucking play they called. Because there is no sign that the play they called is being run on the field. I'm also getting tired of TJ Watt. For what? I'm getting sick of him always finding a new way to be hurt. He well, is Anthony Davis in the when NFL. When you have a groin injury and you come back the next week, it just keeps fucking happening. But then your ribs start hurting and then your arm and then your shoulder. Fu- and then you're, you're J.J. Watting way before J.J. Watt started doing this. He ran up to make a tackle that was five yards down the field by a running back. Damon Williams sprinted up. He ran up there to tackle him and just sat his arm on him and took it down and stopped running. You also what the fuck are we doing? covering number one receivers. Now that, why I don't agree in with. the mother of God would you fucking do that? Why would you have your best pass rusher guarding receivers? No idea. 
why they have why they have their fucking turd linebackers they've had in the past covering ones and twos. I don't understand. But your pass rusher, like your linebackers, okay, you just move them over into a different coverage. Your pass rusher is not supposed to be in coverage. Period. And you are, you guys are actually known for doing this. You wanted to run out in the flats? Cool, no problem. We did it too when we had a three four. Justin Houston was guarding the that West Welkers. You're paying that motherfucker to sack the quarterback. He's very good at it. Just let him fucking do it. I said to people at work, Kansas City fans at work, I said, your game plan this week should be put four of your five offensive linemen on TJ. Nope. Three of your five on TJ, two on Cam Hayward, and just run your fucking offense. I don't give a shit what else you do. That's all it takes. Because then Minka has 96 tackles, and everybody else. That means every play is getting to the second level, third level. Sorry. Everybody else. Am I missing anybody? No, everybody else. (laughs) Nope. Everybody else. That one-handed Ward interception was sick, though. Oh, I didn't watch it. You didn't watch the game? Not the majority of it. It, it was, was the beginning. Very it was the beginning of the how game. How this was going to go? Well, then I saw it, it was like the first play been through. Every fucking and Ward jumped up one handed and was getting tackled and still one handed all over the ground. It was sick. It was very obvious before the game ever started, and everybody at work was like, "Oh well, if we don't have Tyreek Hill, we don't have Kelsey." It doesn't fucking matter. You know who doesn't? You know who else doesn't have Tyreek Hill and Travis Kelsey? The goddamn Lions. Everybody else that we've shit the bed against, they're fucking terrible. Yeah, but you didn't shit the bed in that one. You 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 equally shit the bed. Both teams. You tied. My point. That's not That's, a loss. You can't put that, that in the else. Worse than a loss. It's embarrassing. Um, I'm here to say it. We are gonna get, and I got a call from my good old. I can't say good old buddy. It's not like we're friends, but um, we do share a passion for sports. He for. Tom Brady, which is unfortunate. Mm. Uh, good old shout out to old Ryan Pinkerton. Very big Tom Brady fan. Mm-hmm. Very good person, old Ryan Absolutely. Pinkerton. He I called do. this morning, was asking about something. He said, as soon as I answered the phone, six this morning, whatever, I answered the phone. I said, hello. He said, you think they're going all the way this year or are they going <laughs> to choke like they usually do? I said, well, I'm going to tell you what's going to happen here. Ryan is the nicest good shit talker I've ever met in my yes. life. Like, this, this slick one-off shit that he says, that even, if, even if you're not in the conversation, you just hear it in passing. It's true. Stuff. It, it's, it's an art. <laughs> but I said, we're going to get what all football fans, regardless of your fandom, have been waiting on for three years. We're going to get Patrick Mahomes. We're going to get Aaron motherfucking Rodgers in the motherfucking Super Bowl. You said it to start this out mm-hmm. weeks ago. I wasn't so sold on Kansas City because we looked like dog dookie. Well, you have to understand that perspective is coming from somebody whose team is actual dog shit. <laughs> no, no misinterpreting that. We're going to get. And along the way, it was going to be fantastic matchups such as Kansas City and Buffalo in AFC Championship rematch again, which will be fantastic. You should be more worried about the Colts than the. I'm not. Only because of the style Our defense they play. actually has me feeling confident. Only because of the style that they play. And if healthy, and they only have the If five we make days, Carson Wentz drop back and pass the ball, we win the game. Well, if the Colts make Carson Wentz drop back and pass the ball. Because no, nothing... I else, would have Jonathan Taylor just throw the ball. No, nothing <laughs> nothing outside of being down 21 points in five minutes left would make me have Carson Wentz throw the ball. If I'm down 21 points at the start of the half, we're still having the same game plan we had going into the goddamn game. That's get Jonathan Taylor the fucking ball. We're going to get a... A Bucks, Green Bay NFC Championship rematch. We're gonna get a Kansas City, Buffalo Bill, AFC Championship rematch. I think you're wrong. 
Okay. Now we, it would. We it, may it, get a Rams Green Bay. No. NFC champ. Okay. We may get a. Don't tell me. The may, only team left that's worth shit. NFC, NFC, NFC. Cowboys. Yes. Okay. So you think a Cowboys, in I which case Aaron Rodgers will spank their behinds, powder it, diaper it, burp it, nestle it, love it, and kick its ass yeah. all the way up and down the field so here's the for thing. fucking 60 goddamn minutes. The Cowboys present the biggest threat to the Packers. I believe that wholeheartedly because of their offense and defense. I also believe wholeheartedly Aaron Rodgers is the Cowboys' daddy, so therein lies your problem. That is correct. And I think that outweighs the matchup problems. I'm going to say now, again, all this is susceptible to change when the playoff seeding comes out, who plays who first. Right now, I'm going to say Green Bay, Dallas, NFC Championship. That will be fire. Chiefs-Colts, AFC Championship. Definitely possible. And that would be fucking fantastic. It would. What's another possible shake-up to the AFC Championship game that we could get? Bills-Chiefs. Well, I mean, something that we're not maybe not seeing or predicting happen. Bills-Colts? Something like if that. y'all play the Bills first? Excluding those teams. Who's somebody? Like, for the NFC, it could be the Cardinals. For the AFC, it could be... It's not going to be the Cardinals. I'm saying it could. Like, a, a yeah. surprising... No, I see what you're saying. Uh, and the AFC... Who's the division leaders in each one right now? We got Kansas City. The Titans, but... Ah, that's makes, not. That's I mean, not they bad. keep winning games. I don't understand how they win. Who who could it be? What's the leaders? Chiefs. If the Chargers Bills. make a wild card and get Ooh, their shit together, saucy. like their their potential, I, that wouldn't shock me. But based off the way they've played consistently throughout the season, you don't want to go into a playoff run not knowing which team's going to show up. A Kansas City Chargers and a, or a Buffalo Chargers matchup would be sick. I, yeah. being biased, will say it's Kansas City. And we will prevail. A divisional, a, a divisional game for a conference championship would be exciting. I wonder how many times it's happened. I don't know. I wonder if it's even possible the way the seeds work. No, because they would be a wild card. You'd be the one seed, and you would get there before that point. But either way, all, all seeding and possibilities out the window, teams that would make an interesting matchup, those are... All the sports world wants to see, and the media too, is fucking Aaron Rodgers and Patrick Mahomes. Mm-hmm. And that would... I, I I would... This is not physically, of course. It's metaphorically. Metaphysically. I would not remove my penis from my hand that whole game. <laughs> I mean, it would be fucking unbelievable. You're right, and and now... I can appreciate it, but like I said before, having seen my team go against Aaron Rodgers in the Super Bowl, it doesn't matter in the moment that it's Aaron Rodgers. It it will piss you off just the fucking same. <laughs> the next just, day after that when we go on the air, I fucking, fucking hate ball, Aaron Rodgers. He's a bitch. Watching the ball just narrowly by, by the smallest of margins over the top of Ryan Clark's fingertips when it doesn't make any sense how it happened, you won't care who it is. You also, won't, You won't see the 12. You won't see his fucking hair. Do, you won't do see get nothing. this. I think I don't know if it's true or not, but I saw it on Twitter and it said John Madden's last game that he boothed was very fitting, and it was Pittsburgh Arizona Super Bowl was his last time in the booth. That's a hell of a one to go out with on. the toe tapping catch. That's good stuff on the side. That was at the moment before the Odell catch happened, the sickest catch I had ever seen in my life. 
with situation included, I'm still putting it above it. But like just strictly impressive catch. The San Antonio catch, Holmes catch was stupid. Just strictly holy shit of the catch. Like athletic ability. Plus the time, what game it was in, the atmosphere. As we say in the military, another little tidbit for you. Met TC. For everything. Everything's it, Met TC. It was a fucking movie. Like, it was. It was unfucking. But I could not believe it. Yeah. Uh, also, real quick, what Met TC stands for? This is a, a basis of how to factor pretty much the context of a situation in a military environment when you're in a wartime or training, whatever the fuck. You use Met TC uh, to to determine what we would say in civilian world is like a context to the situation. It would be. It's the it's things to consider before you make a definitive action movement either towards or away from the objective. Mission, enemy, time, troops, terrain, civilian consideration. You weigh every one of those single things before you make a decision. It's just like context. I, I feel like if I didn't explain what Matt TC was to y'all, you'd be like, well, what the fuck is that? They got Mission, a, they enemy, got troops, times, terrain, civilian considerations. All things to think of before making a decision. Last thing I got, I know this was not as structural as our normal episodes. It was off the cuff day, boys. But I feel good about it. With the Packers' With. recent With. blunders With them. in the NFC Championship, if that is the matchup in the Super Bowl, I don't care who the matchup is in the Super Bowl. If the Packers make it to the Super Bowl, they're fucking winning the Super Bowl. There has been way too much. Like if that won- matchup happens, can we watch the Super Bowl for once at the same time in the same room, same location? We did that once. When? Was, it would have been Campbell. It That'd was. be it. It was. It was the first year. We and we have been friends since we, we were fucking 12. Tiny apartment. And we haven't even watched one Super Bowl together because either one of our teams is involved or we don't want to see the other person happy <laughs> in their sport event. Like, we, oh, the Steelers are playing? I don't want to see the Steelers fucking win. I'm not going. I, I'm okay with that as long as you understand. We, we may have to be on the air if, during that game. We may have to do a little special. That's fine. But as long as you understand Wissett being Aaron Rodgers and him playing the Chiefs, you will never know the difference that I was not a Packers fan. During that game, <laughs> just I may have, I may buy a jersey, I may wear it to the fucking house. That's fine. Okay, that's all I got. We went I, off the cuffs, goddamn long. That's all we have I to say. Have. That's all I got. Like it was, we didn't cover much. I feel like we covered entirely too much, but I feel good about it. We will be pre-capping in the next episode that we're gonna have on Sunday. We're gonna be pre-capping Sunday's matchups. We're gonna get back to more on the schedule. We and just you fit- won't even miss a Thursday game because there's the fucking not one. I know it's that time of year. I'm not. I don't love it. There's a lot of good bowl games coming up, though. We were gonna be there diving into all the bowl games coming up. We probably should have. We probably still could low key do a quick, a quick scale through of all the upcoming bowl matchups because all the good ones are gonna happen before we record again. So we can make our predictions real quick, at least. Yeah, that's fine. Maryland Let's beat the piss out of Virginia Tech. Today. They did. Let's make our bowl predictions before we get off the air. Starting with the one that's got nine minutes left. Because I'm still taking Iowa State. No, not that one. Iowa we'll State claims since 20 to 13. I'm still taking Iowa State. We got Oklahoma, number 16 ranked Oklahoma, as the home team in the Valero Alamo Bowl against number 14 Oregon. OU seven point favorites on ESPN 8:15 Central Time. Now I said before we started recording, would it not be hilarious if Oregon thumps them? I'm taking Oklahoma. I too am taking Oklahoma. Bob Stoops is back for one game. They're not losing that game. Give me Oregon points though. I can see that. Okay. 
We move on. Why the fuck is it? Okay, ESPN. You got to fix your shit, ESPN. It's a shit show. Okay. Thursday, we got North Carolina, South Carolina, and the Duke's Mayo Bowl. South North Carolina, 10-point favorites. South Carolina. I will take the South Carolina money line as well. Tennessee. Tennessee. And Purdue. The, what the fuck is the trans-perfect music city bowl? What the fuck is that? I don't know, but I'm taking Stop Tennessee. Stop it. Oh, if we had more time, I would love to fucking dive into this. Trans-perfect music city bowl? Is that the context, though? Like, where is that a company? At this time, what the fuck else could it be? I don't know, but if it's a company that's sponsoring it, what the hell is that? I, we have to sense. Google this. Hang on. God bless America. Hang on now. What the fuck is this? Well, I'll be damned if that ain't a business solution. Okay, there we go. <laughs> I will redact it. Redact <laughs> that real hard. Because <laughs> I about really put baby in a corner right shout there. Out, <laughs> shout out to Trans Perfect Company. They do good stuff over there. They do good it work. It says... Navigate the global marketplace with TransPerfect Business Solutions. Learn how our global <laughs> translation, language, and localization services can help you. <laughs> oh. Why would you fucking call yourself that in this day and age well, without pretty, trying to have some sort of subtle hint? I feel, now maybe some rebranding, but I feel like probably with a lot of companies. And maybe it was Transparent general, Perfect at one point. When they made their company, it has since been not okay or since been completely taken over by something else. I imagine several people. It's in New York City, too, so you can go ahead and assume that it's probably actually (laughs) making sense here. It's a company. No, it's a company. (laughs) It is an actual company. Don't know anything about them, but I would assume there's some sussy individuals here. I'm taking Tennessee, (laughs) and I'm taking the points. Okay, Tennessee and the points. Uh, It's Tennessee minus six. Purdue has had some good upsets. Is there any notable... I wish ESPN would add any opt-outs on the screen. Tennessee Um, has been red hot towards the end of the season. They ran through the gauntlet. Gentlemen's bet, give me Purdue. Okay. Straight up? All right. Gentlemen's bet, straight up. He said it. I didn't say it. Have the courage of your conviction? Straight up. All right. Gentlemen's bet. Pittsburgh, Michigan State, grow up. No Kenny Pickett, no game. I mean, I... Uh Uh-oh. Dakota's still intrigued. I took Pitt, like I said previously, because of the stylistic matchup. (laughs) These are all tomorrow games, too. These are fire games. I'm... Gonna take Michigan State with no Me too. Pickett. It's the Chick Fil A Peach Bowl, much more normal name. Also a business <laughs> who stood for the people who were being shunned during the pandemic. So shout out to Chick Fil A for being a voice of the people. That that Chick Fil A that right there proves that it's just lazy to take a side publicly. Because I tell you what, every time I drive past Chick Fil A, that motherfucker is wrapped around. You motherfuckers that hate Chick-fil-A for being a Christian-based company, you sure as fuck don't hate the chicken because you're there every goddamn day. Get the I fuck I wish y'all could see Dakota here. fucking screaming at the mic this right now. Bullshit. He's, he's MGK. And Have why you encourage your mic? conviction. Either, I mean, you fucking, oh, I hate what they stand for, but their food's good. Then you don't fucking hate it. They're not open on Sundays. You it's hate, bullshit. You hate the idea, but you are separating the artist from the art. Correct. Okay? Correct. Just had a pop of my Achilles. That felt weird, and it hurts. <laughs> uh, Wisconsin, Arizona State, ESPN. Wisco favored by Sace. Give me Wisconsin. I feel This is the though. SRS distribution Las Vegas Bowl. Boy, these bowls have got even more outlandish. That's because there's too many of them. Um, no, I actually like this, but I missed the BCS. I actually wished it was back to the BCS. That well, was way cooler. Well, because no, no bowl is not a championship. A playoff game means shit. When, as soon as you get rid of the BCS, none of the other bowls mean shit. 
Seems like a ticket. Give me ASU. Okay. Gentleman's bet. Gentleman's bet. I have been hot in recent moments, but that was just a one-week stretch. All the other weeks, I was ass. <laughs> I will openly say, but I am riding a hot streak. I feel like rolling on into this. Friday, December 31st, we're only going to do the games that are happening before, I guess that's pretty much all of them, ain't it? Yep. All Except for the second round. Okay. Friday, December 31st, Wake Forest is the, technically the, it's weird, I want to say the away and home, but it doesn't matter because it's a neutral site. Tax Slayer Gator Bowl. ESPN actually must be a pick'em because there's no fucking point spread. That's because they inserted Rutgers into this game. They were the replacement team. Ah, okay. Why they don't have a line by now, I don't know. Okay, but five I'm and seven versus ten and three. I'm taking Wake Forest. Absolutely. Also Friday, eleven a.m. Washington State, Central Michigan. I don't know a goddamn thing about either of them, but I know the players that came out of Central Michigan, so I will take Central Michigan. I'm gonna do it based off of what I did in my. Pick this em. is the Tony the Tiger Sun Bowl. Is this a motherfucking joke? <laughs> Does what? Tony the Tiger stuff that kind of pulled the sponsor? I, I believe bowl? so. Good God. Good for him. Hey. Good for him. Good for him. <laughs> well, I, I went off their last five in all my pickings. Washington State's last Boy, five. Boy, they are favored a They've lot. They won three of their last five. They lost to Oregon 38-24. They lost to BYU 21-19. to Michigan State has played a bunch of turds. Look at Real, Central Michigan. They've played a bunch of turds. You said Michigan State. Central Michigan. Yeah, Central Michigan. So, I would... If I didn't take Washington State, I'm stupid... <laughs> So I'm taking them now. I will actually flop to your side and take them as well. Uh, TBD versus Boise State cancel. Right, I'm going to take Boise State. Uh, yeah, probably safe bet there. Um, now Cincinnati, Alabama, ESPN two trace zero, December thirty first. Who you got? Grow up. Alabama covers. Correct. By a substantial amount. Uh yes. Georgia, Michigan. Georgia seven oh. and a half favorites. ESPN six thirty p.m. twelve thirty one. This is the semifinal Capital One Orange Bowl. Say it. I want to hear you say it because I know what you want to say. Say it. They're in my parlay already. I want to take Michigan. You need to. I took Georgia. That's a in the bowl pick. Foolish move. I'm sticking with Georgia. I respect it. Gentleman's bet. Gentleman's bet all day long. We may have to slap a cold can on this bet. Make it a do-pop for Sunday morning. Somebody's got to show let's up. Do pop for okay. You got it. Um, it's moving to Saturday at eleven a.m. The team that got fucked and put on ESPN two, <laughs> number twenty-one Arkansas versus Penn State Outback Bowl. Lot of opt-outs for Penn State. Lot of opt-outs. I don't care if they had the motherfucking opt-outs. My pick will be the same. It's Arkansas. Hammer it one and a half. They cover. I'm taking Arkansas as well. <laughs> this next one's gonna be so goddamn good. Oklahoma State Notre Dame. Give Notre me, Dame is two and a half point favorites, and I will do what you're going to do. Say it. Give me Oklahoma State. Correct. Iowa, Kentucky, Verbo, Verbo. I have seen a commercial for Verbo. That it's line could like, be Oklahoma State minus ten, and I'd take it. Yeah, for sure. That was the PlayStation Fiesta Bowl, so it's cool. It's still cool to see PlayStation. But I did see a commercial for Verbo the other day. I, didn't I know still what the fuck think they Tostitos are. though. I, I do too. But that Verbo shit, I don't know what it is, but it looks like an Airbnb situation. That's what we used to book our vacation in Florida. Huh. Okay. Good for them. Well, good for them. I mean, they booked us a. A place, and I mean we, capitalism. The week before we were to go to said place, they said, "Ooh, we actually scheduled you over a week where we do our scheduled maintenance, so we're gonna put you in a different place." Was it still good? Yeah, it was good. Okay, but that's Verbo Citrus Bowl, Iowa, Kentucky, Kentucky by three. What say you? Kentucky. Agreed. Boy, I almost said something stupid there. <laughs> um, wonder what that could have been. Can't fuck me. 
but <laughs> like a can't fuck me parlay shit, uh, it's real garbage. I wouldn't put that game in a parlay. Okay, Rolls Bowl game presented by Capital One Venture X, whatever the fuck that means. Utah, Ohio State. Ohio State's actually only four and a half point favorites over Utah. But taking, Utah's been hot I'm in the last several Ohio games. Ohio State. Whoop, 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 whoop. Upset Central. Give me Utah. Gentlemen's bet. Gentlemen's bet. Oh, the next one is fucking juicy. Baylor, old motherfucking miss. Allstate, Sugar Bowl. Saturday, the first. (laughs) Ole Miss favored by a point and a half. I genuinely don't remember who I picked in this game. I feel like I picked Baylor. I feel like I I did pick Baylor. I don't feel like that's actually what happened. So now you naturally will say Ole Miss. I'll give you Ole Miss. (laughs) (laughs) That one was 100% for the sake of this show. I do think Baylor wins, but I will take Ole Miss. Piece of fuck. <laughs> um, that wraps it up. There's no way we remember all those. Well, let me uh, again tell you guys my five team parlay I got rolling. Okay, I need y'all to root for the show now. I got Fiesta Bowl, Oklahoma State at plus one fifteen money line. Mm-hmm. Check. I got Baylor at minus one twenty five in the Sugar Bowl. Eesh. Caesar Superdome. I got Arkansas at plus one twenty in the Outback Bowl. I got Michigan at plus 260 in the Orange Bowl. Mm. And then I got Alabama at minus 560. Also added in there. Still give me better odds. Right. Put that in there as well. $50 to win 1756 That's tough. So That's I need y'all to root for Oklahoma State, Baylor, Arkansas, Michigan, Bama. Mm. Doable. That's doable, but tough. But tough, correct. That's why there's a $1,700 payout. <laughs> But I've been thinking of like a fancy, cool sign-off thing to say each time, but I just mm-hmm. can't figure one out. Well, like, we have a real original one right now. It's goodbye. So I know, but I'm been, open to suggestions. Yeah, I've been trying to think of something cool. Trying to think of something cool. Like, you know, back in the military, you, you got a you call sign. Like, I was Red to Eagle for a long time, and I was fucking, that's the dismount for the, for the two truck. I was in Red Platoon. It was on El Diablo. You can have that one. I don't want it. But, and the Eagle's the dismount. No, then, no matter what, if you're being fucking serious, no chance this doesn't end up corny. Not a chance. It's true. It's true. <laughs> not well, I don't, I'm not saying a call sign like that, but I'm saying like a, I don't know. We'll figure it out. Who gives a fuck? I don't know. Other than that, I got nothing to you. We'll brainstorm. As always, thanks for listening. Be sure to check out our website, www.slightlybiasedsports.com, and subscribe to our YouTube channel. Follow us on social media. And if you haven't told your friends, you're wrong.